Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. What's up, Mama? How are you? You press play for a reason, and I'm guessing, we're guessing, that you press play because you want to strengthen your relationships. And today, we have some heart work to do. It is National Heart Month. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you can speak to Heart Month in terms of, like, your physical health, but you can also look at it for the strength of your relationships. Yes, and the mental side Absolutely. It all goes together. It really does. (laughs) So our framework for today is we're going to focus on two kinds of relationships, the relationship with ourselves and the relationship with others. So first of all, we thought we'd start with an awareness piece. Yes. So Always good to have awareness. It certainly is. On a scale of one to 10, how positive are the interactions you are currently having in your relationships? One being, I kind of suck at this. 10 being, I am suck successful. Ooh, I see what you did there. Right? Mm -hmm. See it? No judgment. Right? Like when we know better, we do better. Yes. And then also, we've said this before, but when you ask better questions, you get better answers. And so the next question we would pose to you is how can I be more intentional and practice more positivity in my relationships? Because we know, like we've said before, it's a journey, it's a practice, right? We have to continuously practice it. Amen. Yep. So let's start with ourselves, the relationship we have with ourselves. So I think it's important to always start here because if you're struggling with the relationship between yourself, like how are you supposed to show up as your best self for others in your other relationships? Exactly. If we don't work on ourselves first, we can't do our best in our other relationships. It's true. So first one we thought of positive self-talk. What language are you using? I think we actually said this last week in our belief um, episode, but you know, don't let the enemy live between your ears. Yes. Yes. Be very cognizant of the language you're using. Are you using things like, I just can't do this or, you know, I can't be like this person or, or hold up to this person's expectations or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, think a big piece of this is I love affirmations because they're very empowering. They're empowering statements like that I am. Yeah, I was just yes, going to say that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I am strong and saying it out loud, writing it out. Those we know, you know, when we've done our gratitude mm-hmm. and um, spoke in terms of other um positive self-talk like that's huge yep and I think it's great too to like share it with other women too I mean if you find or you know a woman in your life who uses that negative language or narrative share it because you know we've all been there before and I think if I feel like Jules and I have come to a place where we feel pretty strong in Mm -hmm. our language that we're using that we want to just like we said last week like borrow that belief borrow that language from us because I definitely think it can serve you Absolutely. So showing ourselves grace, showing yourself grace, you know, do you lay on your head down on the pillow at night unsatisfied, right? Going to bed with satisfaction, we all crave that. And I know I, we both have personally struggled with that. Do you struggle with that? Mm -hmm. You know, could you start a proof book, like a book of proof? Like here is proof to myself of the promises I've kept, of the things I've accomplished, you know, really just 
just lay it out there. And mm-hmm. because your mind, we know, is going to go to the negative and going to go to the things you didn't get done. But you're going to combat that. <laughs> That's right. You have to be super intentional, as Jules mentioned, because, you know, I love that idea of the book of proof. I had just heard that recently and I'm like, I need to start that because it's so easy to just focus on. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Um, I'm not good enough. I didn't do enough. <laughs> I didn't do enough. I'm not enough. Yes. Yes. Yep. So that's a big one. Um, next one, or the third piece of the relationship with yourself is positive body image. That's a big piece. Even I think that kind of coincides with the self-talk, but, you know, celebrating non-skilled victories, right? If you're a person that looks in the mirror and picks out all the negative things about your body, you know, what are some non-skilled victories that you can celebrate? Like if you're doing a current workout program, could you mm-hmm. celebrate the fact that you had to buy new hand weights or yes. you or clothes or you did, <laughs> right? Or clothes. Oh, I like that. Right? Or you didn't have to stop, um, you know, during an interval, like yeah, you could do the whole huge. interval the whole through you know like be grateful for what your body is capable of doing and don't let your mind bully your body so good i remember reading that and i was like let's read that again (laughs) and this came from a growth day event we've spoke to that before but um and i'm gonna miss the girl's name um she's glow graphics on instagram go follow her (laughs) there you go Um, but she was like you know as far as just sparking joy in her own life and, and managing her confidence, she spoke to, I love me some me. I am my biggest fan. And I was like, ooh, that is so refreshing, right? So refreshing. That makes me think of, so if you've, if you've ever searched Jessica's affirmations on YouTube, it's this sweet little girl. I'm not sure if we've talked about this before, but she stands on top of the bathroom sink. She's got curly hair and she just like, gets herself like really excited and pumped and she's like I love my hair I love my mom you know and it's just again like be your biggest fan and it's it's so great how energizing that is and really puts you in the positive mindset and again way back from that first or uh, second episode maybe we talked about positive emotions you guys it helps you find solutions. It broadens, broadens and yes. builds. And so you're going to be so much more capable of seeing the possibilities in front of you Absolutely. when you practice that. Okay, so we're just going to spend a brief time on that. We're going to move to the flip side of our relationship with others. We're going to spend more time in this one because I think it's very powerful and something yeah. we can all work on. Exactly. Right, we all need to do the heart work. <laughs> yep, exactly. So we're going to talk about this concept from the science of happiness. And actually, if you follow the Gottman Institute, they speak to this as well. Such a great resource. Oh, so good. Um, it's our emotional bank account. So transactions take place every day in our relationships, whether that's words that we exchange or deeds, acts of service, things like that. And so, you know, you have to be, again, it comes back to that awareness piece of, am I making more deposits versus withdrawals? So we're going to start on the withdrawal side of things first. Um, withdrawals can be hurtful, like unkind. Um, It can be like criticizing your spouse or partner. Yeah, showing like impatience, you know, quick to react, like Jamie said, being critical of Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And two, like when we talk about this emotional bank account, like when you're feeling that depletion, like if you're in the red, (laughs) so we're thinking in terms of color or your bank account, like if you're doing good, you're in the green, right? Mm -hmm. And you're staying above that line. But if you're depleted and there's too many withdrawals, you're in the red and, and your relationship's in trouble. Good. Exactly. Yep. And so they, um, the Gottman Institute spoke to this about having a positive need and kind of helping you to combat this, this, um, unkind, like the unkind verbiage mm-hmm. language. Yep. And so instead of like saying what you would like 
it's saying what you would like to happen rather than what you would like to stop. Mm, so let me give good. you some yeah. couple examples. So I would like to have some quiet time to myself instead of I need everybody to stop and just bother stop bothering me for a, just a second. Can you relate, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> I can like visualize our mom, like oh, which yeah. is like I need everybody to get in the car so we can all go to church. <laughs> yep. Oh, hands down for Remember sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So another example. Yep. So I would like you to help me do the dishes. Instead of, I want you to stop leaving dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> right? Like, which one sounds more kind? Which one mm-hmm. sounds more solution-based? And patient. Yes. Right? Yes. I want a hug instead of, don't ignore me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, and because, can you can you hear the difference, too, of, like, one seems very, like, defensive or um, also reactive? Yes, um, yes. It could also, some of this could stem from, like, you're holding resentment against your partner for something that maybe mm. they did before, but you didn't, again, have this so positive real. need or communicate this positive need. It's so real, right? Mm-hmm. It's expressing that need to help take the guesswork out of it. You know, out of exactly how your partner can shine and show up for you. Ooh, that's right? good. Like, I remember, I don't know where this came from, Jamie, but we had talked about this of, like, different languages to say, or uh, phrases when our husbands came home instead of, like, how was your day? Saying, like, what are you grateful for? Or, like, mm-hmm. when the week is coming up, like, maybe it's Saturday or Sunday and you're looking ahead to the week and planning and say, how can I show up for you this week? How do you mm-hmm. need me to show up? Yes, like, the sound of that question feels so much better than what do you have going on again this yeah, week you know exactly. just tone do I need to do drop off or pick up like yep mm-hmm. keeping score yep keeping score <laughs> we'll talk about never that. a good thing right and yeah we'll, we'll kind of also go over some things that um the Gottman Institute like found from their research too that I think is really helpful so we'll go over to deposits but I want to also recognize that if you're consistently um you know depositing Deposits into your emotional bank account. There we go. Um, you know, when you do something extra hurtful, like a withdrawal, like it's a really big withdrawal, mm. you might you might have enough funds to cover it if you've been giving enough deposits. But if you haven't been consistently giving deposits and you have a significant hurtful withdrawal, Event again, that's yeah. that mm-hmm. is that is a scary territory to be, be detrimental. In. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sure. So let's focus on the positive yes. <laughs> and how we can put some deposits into our partner's emotional bank account. And also again, communicating how we could receive deposits as well. So John Gottman, again, great resource. So this work was with the Family Research Lab. And they analyzed hundreds of couples and learned, like, which behaviors predicted um, relationship failure versus success. Mm. So here's a couple of things that predicted relationship success. So turning our body towards our partner during a discussion. Again, can you relate? Yes. 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 Body language is huge. Like, I I think about that when I get frustrated and, you know, I continue doing the dishes or putting something away in the kitchen and he's trying to talk to me. and then make eye contact. You don't make eye contact. Or even, like, you know, I hate my words. First is like when we're in bed and you're talking, but like you went to bed angry and then mm. you turn away from each other. And I'm like, oh, I hate that. I hate yeah. going to bed and not in a good mood, but the, sure. like, it just doesn't feel good. It's never, Absolutely. I think that's something that I don't know if our mom shared with that, but it's just Somebody like did. never go to bed angry. Yeah. Right. So that, that's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, expressing genuine affection, admiration and appreciation every day. Yep. That's another great way to never miss an opportunity. Even like the littlest things. I love the post-it right? notes that you did. Yes. This past week, was it this past week? Maybe last week. Yeah. I, um, 
I write in my Start Today journal every day that I'm an exceptional wife. And exceptional is a big, big, that big is, word, big yes. deal. <laughs> and mm-hmm. sometimes I have to pause and ask myself again, how am I showing up and how am I showing that? And mm-hmm. I left him... Um, Little post-its around the house just to show my appreciation for everything yep, that he does. I loved it. It was really good. Um, and then the other pieces that the Gottman Institute found was using high ratios of positive to negative interactions during casual conversation and during arguments. So interactions can look like um, word usage, facial expressions like <laughs> eye rolls or things like that. So that would be on the flip side. Um, hand motions and again, body language. So just kind of keeping that in the back of your mind, like those are ways, um, those are behaviors that predicted success in a relationship. Um, and so a piece that is really important with deposits is this great um, saying and it's called find, remind, bind. Okay. So Jules and I wanted to give an example of this from each of ours, but you know, finding is finding something about the person that you're in a relationship with. So whether it's a spouse, partner, child, yes, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, um, parent. So find something that you appreciate about them, then remind them, which is also a reminder to you of what you appreciate about like them. Like catching them doing those catch, things. Exactly. Catching them doing the positive behavior. Yep. And then that's <clears throat> essentially going to bind your relationship and make it stronger and deeper. So it's a great way to remember it. Love it. So for my example uh, with Cody, so I would say how I've found something about and I appreciate is the way he makes our daughter Reese laugh. Like he's just so good at it. They have a blast. They're all like on picture the- uh, liar, liar, oh. Jim Carrey, the claw, the claw. <laughs> yes, he does it in our family. She loves it. She giggles. It brings me so much joy. And I've taken the time to tell him, like, I just love the way you make her laugh. And I also find myself and I'm still saying this to him, like I find myself like staring at you guys sometimes because mm. it's just really savoring. This- yes. Savoring. <laughs> yep. Um, it's just this beautiful moment between a father and a daughter. And then, you know, again, I remind him, like, I tell him it, but then I also, it reminds me that, like, he's such a great dad. Like, I appreciate his his quality that he may, he can make anybody laugh really, yeah. but, um, it's just truly special. And so that really makes, it deepens my relationship with my husband that way. If you could just see the smile on her face right now. That's okay. So just glowing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm using example for my son, Finn, um, again, so you can see kind of different relationships and, mm-hmm. um, find. So starting with find, I love the way when I pick him up from school, how excited he gets to clean up, tidy up the area in school for his teachers. Like they ask him, sometimes they don't even ask him and he just sees me and it prompts him to be like, okay, mom's here. You got to put my stuff away back where it belongs. And I remind him that like, I love that he's such a good helper. You know, I say, you're such a good helper. You're such a good friend, um, you know, to your classmates, to your teachers, you listen and you care about your space and environment. It's, it's really important that we show that we care um, about our property and, you know, what have you. And, and that just binds us together because I feel proud that he does care that he, you know, is setting a good example for his peers, um, listening to his teachers and he just loves to learn. Like he, yeah. He's such a good boy. I think about that. There's Reese who like sees me when I pick her up and she's like full board to the gate to, to greet me. <laughs> the thing the does it like then I'm like, oh, honey, you need to help clean up, you know? So they're just so different, but that's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Finn is, and I love that. It's true. Like as a mom, like recognize the great things that your kiddos mm-hmm. do. They will, you know, be joyful that 
you know, they, they're, yeah, they're, it's like recognizing behavior that you want to see repeated, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Yep, exactly. So find, remind, bind. We encourage you to do that this week. Try it out Absolutely. for those that you love. Write it out even too. Ooh, yeah, like, that's a good point. You know, so I go pen to paper. Uh, yes, pen to paper. Just list it out. And, you know, it could be in a, in a nice card that you write to somebody. It could be, you know, just putting your thoughts down first and then communicating it, whatever works for you. Yeah. For sure. So we have a couple more tips just on ways that you can strengthen your relationship with others. And practice that positivity. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So conversation flow is another one that we wanted to touch on. So this is where you're in a conversation with somebody and instead of Jules and I can relate to this so much and we do it the most to each other, but you're so, you get so excited or you try to like anticipate what the person's going to say. So you want to have your reply ready. But when you're doing that, you're not actually fully listening. Yes. You listen with the intent or maybe not always the intent, but you listen with the intent to respond versus understand. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's can you, listening. Can you imagine? I mean, I think about that. Yes, for us to each other. But, you know, if I'm taking the time to listen to my husband, he's going to feel that. Oh, Mm-hmm. Or he, yeah, he'll recognize if I'm not fully listening or if I am. And like, it kind of goes back to that cove, right? Like cared for, understood yes. and validated. Like, are you fully listening to what I'm and saying? And are you present in this conversation? Yes. Right? Like I know it's, it makes me think of like motivational interviewing where like, again, you're, you're, you're listening to it like, and then ask, like repeating follow up with it repeating back. it. That's yeah. right. Repeating it back and then asking questions to like get more out of it and mm-hmm. to really, again, show the person that, you know, they, they're important to you. Their time is valuable. All that. So Absolutely. if take note again, awareness, <laughs> always go back to awareness. Do you have conversation flow yeah. or are you one that likes to have more Interrupted. to say? Or inter- oh, I mean, Jamie and I sometimes, even with our friends, we like, we just get excited and, and like, do. you don't want to like forget what you're going to say. But then again, mm-hmm. that's kind of rude. <laughs> and it's actually funny because when we first started podcasting too, we had some of that feedback where we interrupt each other sometimes in we this do. way that we converse. And mm-hmm. so it, it, it was a good challenge to be like, okay, yeah. let her finish her thought, yes. you know? And so anyway, we just thought that would be a really important one that again, will ma- will deepen your relationships knowing that that person knows that they're being heard. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Um, so mapping our priorities or, you know, a lot of times we're, we're talking about this weekends, Sunday nights, like mm-hmm. what's your schedule? Where do you need me? Right. Yep. So this one's a big one. Um, I know I listened to a couple of like webinars on it and things and just some like coffee chats and it really comes down to the expectations. Number one. Expectations. Uh, yes. yes. Expectations. And so you know, typically I, I've been telling Cody since I had listened to this one recently, I said, is there a way that we can sit down on Sunday and like just really get s- more specific? Mm. So typically we're like, okay, what do you got going on this week? And so I'll say like, well, I have meetings on Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay. Like, and so are you picking up Reese then? But I loved how intentional she got about like seriously mapping out like, okay, um, you know, if you want to watch TV and like, during this time, okay, you're going to do that. I'm going to be in my office doing my business work from this time to this time. And when I'm done, I'll join you. But like, I'm not going to judge you for, you know, watching TV over here while I do this over here. And it also went, also went in or played into the effect about, you know, being present where your feet are. 
And so she's like, when you're on, you're on. And when you're off, you're off. And so I think even when it comes to expectations in your relationships of like, if you say your family's a priority, but throughout the night, you're trying to answer this one more message mm-hmm. or an email. And then you're also trying to talk to your spouse and then you try to do something else. Like, no, like you have to be really intentional. Like this is, this is why you block time to do your business time here, not 10 minutes here. Now you're not. Now you're on again. It's that's really can be really frustrating to your to your spouse. And this sure. came a lot from what Jamie and I our word this year. One of our focus words for the years is indistractable because mm-hmm. we have found that we were very distracted. I think we mm-hmm. spoke to that in our review of 2020. And um, I started the book indistractable. And he talked about that. Like you can't call something distraction unless you know it's distracting you from. And if this is a block time and you're scheduled to be with your family, but you are working on a quick email, that's mm-hmm. a distraction from the family time that you set. And he also that. said, going back to like resentment or like, you know, trying to, you know, bring more positivity into your relationships is mm-hmm. he wanted equality in his marriage. And he literally sat down with his wife to write down all their chores, all the things that they do or that she did that he didn't realize she did. Mm-hmm. And then they so sat powerful. down to equally distribute it in their schedule, mm-hmm. you know, setting it up for the week. So kind of have that in mind too. Like when yeah. we went back to the dishes, like instead of yelling or like, you know, being impatient about that or critical about it, mm-hmm. how can you divide it and conquer together? Yes. Because I know you said too, like when you use words like never, like you never do the dishes. Or always. You or always uh, leave this on the counter. Or yeah, whatever <laughs> the case may be. True. Like again, it goes back to what we spoke about. What language are you using? Yes, we talk about language to ourselves, but what language are you using to your spouse or partner exactly. or family members? Um, so that's a really big one. Like map out your priorities. Be really, I even um, heard this one. If you want to go in terms of mom to kids or being a parent relationship, like if you're heading into, if a priority for you is, okay, my family's a priority, but I also have my business to run, like sharing with your kids why it's a priority. Mm. Mommy's going to go into the office because I'm working I'm working on my business for you, like yeah, for you, our family. our family, to give you more choices and more experiences, to show you the value of hard work. Yeah. So, I right. mean, just think about how that really applies to all yeah. types of relationships, for sure. Language is key. It is. Speaking and of which. I was just going to say, <laughs> nice segue there, well, sis. But thank you. So, we were going to touch on one more thing, and that's the five love languages. And certainly, we actually want to spend more of like an actual episode just on that alone. But Mm -hmm. it's important to touch on here that um, if you haven't read the book by... Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. I was about to say Gottman. I was like, nope, that's not a thing. <laughs> yes, Gary Chapman. Um, he talks about the five langu- love languages of acts of service, quality time, receiving gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation. And it's super helpful to understand how your partner receives love and how you want to receive love and like mm-hmm. how you give love to your partner. And oftentimes it seems that how we want to be loved is how we like give love. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's really interesting. We actually are, Jules got the book for the five love, love, it's really hard to say. Yes, five yeah. love languages for kids mm-hmm. uh, because it can be, and you know, we know you're, you're our mama, right? Yes. Like you want to do more and be better, like 1% and better every day. mentally fit for you and your family. Yep. And so we'll have more to come on that, but just recognize, um, you know, again, 
Maybe assess, like, hmm, I wonder which one is my love language. If you want to do some more research on it. Yeah, exactly. It's another resource that Mm -hmm. can help you practice positivity and can help you have more of those positive interactions, right? Exactly. Goals. So (laughs) let's just recap for you here. So, again, we focused on that we want more positivity in our relationships, and that starts with our relationship with ourselves. So, again, positive self-talk, showing yourself some grace, and positive body image as well for sure mm-hmm. and then with our relationships for with others our emotional bank account what are those deposits it also talks about ratio too but mm-hmm. you know having five of those positive to one negative mm-hmm. um or with your withdrawal mm-hmm. red versus green yeah paying attention to that um and so with the withdrawal jules talked about the positive needs so again how you word things definitely yeah. has a big impact and then we covered with the deposits the find remind find and then a few other things was the conversational flow the mapping out your priorities with those that you love and that whom are important to you um, and then the five love languages so we just want you to go and practice Mm -hmm. you know write it down speak it it's it's a language it is a language it's true yep that can work in more ways than one for sure so give it a go let us know what you think yes please share it in your stories we would love to hear what you thought about this episode and we are excited to see you next week see you next week Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.